Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. I welcome you to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks for being here today. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. You can find the podcast all over the place. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can get it there in the WDBO app on demand for free. And check me out on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Outside of O-Town, make sure you stream us in the WDBO app. So much to get to today with our buddy Brian Kilmeade, including a potential red wave come November. Will it really happen? It's been predicted now for a while. Also, spending upwards of $500 billion, if not more, on college loan forgiveness. Is this the definition of insanity? I chat with Brian Kilmeade today here on the Inez Says Podcast. Well, if the Republicans cannot take control of both houses of Congress, knowing the state of the country right now, Brian, they're never going to get it. I mean, you look at the border, inflation, gas prices, woeful uh, poll numbers for the president of the United States, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, they're, they're never going to take both houses if they can't take it this year. I hear what you're saying, but they say abortion is the uh, mm. seems to be the equalizer yeah. uh, as the state starts saying, OK, uh, you guys decide decide what you want, uh, and there's a lot of people who are running now on on being pro-abortion, mm-hmm. and, and and that's the one thing that's bringing things around, and, and the President of the United States gets things done, but the thing that I think that he's getting done is stuff for him, not for the country. I mean, I don't really think we, we thirst for more IRS agents. I don't think that we thirst for putting uh, more spending into the, the system right now that's going to affect inflation. And now he's going to do the student loan forgiveness. Really, for anyone listening to us right now, is 35, maybe just completed paying back those loans, 42, a medical student, just finished off, we're efforting to pay back those loans, kind of proud of it. Even 50-something, hey, yeah, you know, college was cheaper, but so, so was the, I got less money in loan, you know, I got it was the same percentage of loans that I took out in terms of tuition. So you pay it back. Now, all these people out of nowhere get their loans paid back? How does that make any sense? Yeah. Meanwhile, the African-American community, NAACP speaking up, goes, forgive all the loans. Yeah. And then the president's like, I'm just going to forgive $10,000. <laughs> and then Larry Summers comes out and goes, really going to add to the debt by uh, billions of dollars. We should not do this. So it's an all-out push to try to get 18 to 25-year-olds to vote for him. What, what am I missing here, Brian? Student loan forgiveness. Like, since when is it Where my job from? as a taxpayer to foot the bill for college kids who make poor decisions? I mean, to me, you're saying to an entire generation, not only are you buying votes with this, but you're also saying, hey, big brother government is going to be there to bail you out no matter what. Yeah, let's say you decide to be a plumber. 
uh, let's say you try to be an electrician. You would go to technical school. You pay the money on the fly, or you sometimes they'll companies will pay you. Uh, you know, will pay your tuition in order for you to work for them for a few years. And you go, okay, wait a second. I'm actually paying somebody else's student loan. They say most of this money is graduate school money. <laughs> really? Why does that make any sense? Yeah. For example, yeah, we were all in the pandemic. Why do college kids uh, get to hold on? To, uh, to for for the longest time for about two years now they haven't had to make a payment and now they're going to have to make less of a payment. Why does that matter? For example, why do landlords have few, so few rights? Why do renters have all the rights? The landlords had to pay their bills, but the renters didn't because it was a freeze. So uh, you know, do people? Can anyone think beyond what's in their face and understand the the ripple effects of their? Of their opinions? No, I agree. So, do we? Does that mean that we get mortgage forgiveness in the future too from President Biden? Is that what we can expect? Good point. I, I don't think so. I mean, if you, yeah, I don't think so. But good point. Yeah, I, I just don't have the money after the pandemic. Right. I don't feel motivated right. to pay my mortgage. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. All right. So, uh, former President Trump allegedly had more than seven hundred pages of classified material in his possession, according to this May 10th letter from the National Archives to a lawyer representing Donald Trump. Text of the letter was posted by journalist John Solomon. Solomon also suggesting in that report, Brian, that President Biden actually took a much more direct role than previously known in this DOJ investigation. Does that surprise you? Well, yeah, it says that, hey, I'm going to, he said, here's the situation. I'll let somebody, I'll let the archivist decide to move forward. So don't tell me you didn't know about it because we know for a fact you did because you made a decision there. Number two, you know, going back and forth with lawyers, a May 10th letter reveals what you just said, but it also reveals that they were saying, hey, uh, Mr. President, let me just go through this stuff and grab it. They also look at it and said, there's no archive, there's no table of contents here, nothing's labeled. It was just boxes, thing thrown into boxes. To me, that shows the chaos, chaotic nature of the exit of the White House. We all know what happened after the six. People were talking about the 25th Amendment, tossing the president out. They were waiting until the last minute to see there would be in a reversal of fortune. Obviously, the president just said, I just box this thing up. Or I'm not even sure he did say that. Mark Meadows may have said, box this up and get this out. Now, now they go Washington Post and New York Times has all this insight and stories. The difference between both these sides are this. When you want to know what Trump thinks, you look at Truth Social, you look at his people, they do interviews. When you want to know what's going on, on the other side, the Washington Post has got all of these leaks and the New York Times are telling these stories. Yeah. If this is top secret and we gotta take it, why are we hearing all this all this stuff coming through these these two outlets in particular or CNN? Yeah, leaks about nuclear codes and, and the president, the former president flushing stuff down the toilet. It it's um it's crazy how many leaks are coming from the federal government. So what do you think we're going to see by twelve noon in terms of this redacted affidavit from the DOJ to that South Florida judge. Is it going to be all redacted? Is it going to, it's just going to be full of black ink tomorrow, Brian? Well, I, th- I thought about that. And I thought, you know, if they did that, you know what's going to happen. The judge is going to go, you redacted too much. Mm-hmm. And then of the delay. The delay works for Trump. Hmm. And I thought to myself, they, should, they could make it interesting. And leave a lot out. You know, mm-hmm. leave very few, as little redactions as possible, because they want to get this thing done. You know, Biden can't get out from underneath it. He can't get in the news cycle. And you may think on the surface that's kind of good. Not really, because he wants to be president. And Donald Trump is still dominating. So uh, I'm very curious to see if they make it more interesting than those solid pages of all, you know, magic marker. 
because if they do that, they know the judge is going to turn around and go, I can't use this. So do they, do they want to delay? Is that in their best interest? If they feel as though they have truth on their side and they are truly frustrated and they were being stiff-armed, given the Heisman mm. by Trump, and he wasn't taking it seriously and he wasn't going to give it up, that's what they are assessing and leaking. Okay. So then why would you delay it? Mm-hmm. So the magistrate came out yesterday and said, I know you want a special master. Can you give me more information on why you want a special master? So the Trump team's got to write it up. All right. Uh, uh, you know, uh, that delays a little bit more. And Trump is perfectly happy to do that. I understand. And evidently. Mm, well. So he's got Jim Trustee, who I know is a great lawyer, well-respected. And the Department of Justice has a team team. And I'm just looking at this going, OK. The problem is people don't trust the Department of Justice because Merrick Garland is somebody who's uh, shown to be a political animal. And like it or not, I love the FBI, but I do not love the way they have acted on Trump on the highest levels, as well as Governor Whitmer. That whole raid was extremely dicey, and everything's being tossed out. As we know, this evidently kidnapping plot seems to be made of paper mache. Mm -hmm. So now all of a sudden, they go, oh, we have the FBI Department of Justice taint team. Yeah, well, that's the problem. You're still sending in your guys to review your guys. Yeah. That that's why they want a special master. Well, we got to taint him. Don't worry, I'm sending in another unit from my unit to check out my unit. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, that you're not really helping. Thanks to Brian Kilmeade here on the Inez Says Podcast. That will wrap it up for today. Join me on the radio every single weekday morning. What I do is morning news, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.